Hi there, this is Lady Justice coming to you with another inspirational podcast. I'm going to call this one Turn on the Lights, or my alternate title would be The Color of Your Skin, The Way You Walk, or Who We Love. I've had this little article folded in my wallet for years. It's it's very well worn, but it spoke to me in so many ways, and I suppose that's the why I carry it for so long. Um, I might have kept it for luck, for inspiration, or for reassurance that indeed total acceptance uh, by some in the world is possible, even in 2018. This little story happens to come from a family from the uh, PFLAG, Parents and Friends of Lesbians and Gays, uh, but it has wide applicability to anyone in any minority status. For those of color, those who are disabled, the disenfranchised, or any form of discrimination. So before I tell you the story, I would ask, is there a wide crevasse uh, between overt discrimination and political correctness? I don't know, but I do know that as a person with multiple minority statuses, you won't survive in this society unless you develop a thick skin. If I misspeak or maybe use the wrong words, is it grounds for conviction, like some think? Um, I, I think not. I have much bigger fish to fry every day, and I'm not really concerned with political correctness. However, I draw the line at outright disrespect and discrimination based on a characteristic that is intrinsically just part of you uh, and something not to be altered. It's, it's very difficult to change others' perception of us. However, I think it can be done over time. Um, as another illustration, I delight in a comment uh, that was purely given to me off the cuff years ago, uh, which I consider a high compliment. I had invested in a working relationship with someone across the miles. We had never met, although we had a close phone and uh, email relationship. And during a conversation, maybe even during a former podcast, it was mentioned that I had a physical disability. She had no knowledge of it, and her response was, well, why would I care? And that was something that was so refreshing, so delightful to me. The pressure was totally off. I was not judged. She had seen me in a different light, saw me for my talents, and did not see me for the way I walk or for my sexual orientation status, for any other status. She didn't care. And that was, that was uh, gravy, as they say. Um, so, uh, what your eyes can't see, um, do not judge. Um, so now is the ultimate example of this little story that I carry in my wallet. Uh, again, this comes from PFLAG and this is told by the mother of a young man. She says, our story began on August 15th, 1991, the day after my husband and I celebrated our 31st anniversary. As we kissed goodnight, I remember noting how easy and trouble-free our life had been. Our daughter, Dana, had finished her education, married, and had a good job. Our son, Ben, was in his second year of uh, divinity school. Neither of them had given us any problems. However, the very next day, 
life intruded. Dana came to us to tell us she was getting divorced and asked for our support. During that conversation, we also learned that Ben was coming home to tell us he was gay. During the previous months, both children had been supportive of each other, but we were virtually in the dark about these circumstances. Dana made sure that we understood that Ben could never change his sexual orientation, that it was not a choice for him. He had never planned to admit it, uh, but he could no longer go on living a lie. Dana also related that Ben had been driving around the neighborhood, around our town, waiting for uh, her prearranged signal. And here was the plan. If Dana's car was at the house, was in the driveway, it meant that we were still talking and that he should continue driving around the neighborhood. If Dana's car was gone, it meant that that she had told us and that we were not accepting and that Ben was to return home immediately. But if Dana told, told us and we were accepting, Dana should put the light on in our old porch bedroom window. The mother in this story related that her heart nearly broke when she heard of this plan. She said, we immediately jumped up and turned on every light in the house, from the porch lights to the spotlights in the front, in the attic, and even every closet light. When Ben drove into the driveway, the house was a beacon of light to him that our love was unconditional and that we would always be there for him. It was a magical moment for the entire family. So that's the end of the story. What else can I add but to say that this this so touched my heart and I've kept it in my wallet all these years, hoping and praying that my family would be as accepting and that other families would be accepting of any other problem of any person who has um, a problem, whether it be regarding a minor, minority status or otherwise. All family members should be accepting with unconditional love, if at all possible. So the ending to this podcast would be, be sure to be a beacon for others, no matter what they are facing. This is Lady Justice signing off until the next podcast. Thanks so much. Thank you.